2: Welcome to Podcast Unlocked, Episode 4. My name is Ryan Clements, and I am joined by two other of my host buddies, Christine Steimer, Executive Editor of the Xbox Channel here at IGN. Hello. Hi. And also, Arthur Geese, Editor, sorry, Associate Editor at IGN. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. (laughs) He sounds just like that in real life. Um, We are your three hosts on Podcast Unlocked, IGN's premier Xbox 360 podcast, our only Xbox 360 podcast. Uh, We have a very special guest today. It is none other than Charles Onyet, master of all things that I don't understand.
1: Mr. Slime. That
2: is a really big list of stuff. (laughs) Hey, hey. Not much. Uh, Ch- Charles is the executive editor of our PC channel here at IGN, and he also likes to go to shows. and He's tall.
3: <laughs> Those are that's all very accurate. Yeah, right?
2: exactly. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Um, so. Now that we have been introduced, I totally forgot what we were going to talk about. Yeah, we, so we have sort of two topics to talk about today. One is our our main topic is going to be Mass Effect 2 Arrival, which is the DLC that just came out, and Christine's going to be chatting about that. And uh, I also we wanted to bring Charles on because we had a uh, Deus Ex question mixed in in our uh, reader mail here, and we're going to talk about that as well. Doesn't cool. that sound like fun, guys? That game yeah. looks pretty awesome. Yeah, well,
3: I, I really want to play that game.
2: I have wanted to play that game ever since the ridiculous seven minute trailer that's very Square Enix. This, but I This was the story like trailer anyway. when yeah. they
3: showed off like it. it wasn't even gameplay. It was just <laughs> like it was, <laughs> was like cutscenes no with a bunch it of like all... gruff talking, and it was just like <laughs> I could rule the universe. It was the
4: <laughs> we're owned by Square now, and their CG offices do our bidding. Trailer. Yep.
2: <laughs> They're ghosts. <laughs> how, how proxy are... soldiers fighting behind yeah. proxy things it's and more. Let's see how many times we could say proxy. <laughs> <laughs> the ghosts of my existence
3: were nano upgraded to. Yeah,
4: now because now we're talking about Crisis again. Sorry. Charles. How yeah. heartbroken were you when they announced the release date of that game, and it's during uh, uh, Gamescom or whatever?
3: Oh, for Deus Ex. Yeah, yeah. Deus Ex comes out at the end of uh, August, uh, like the third week of August. Yeah, and I'm I'm probably going to be out of town, so I don't think I can.
2: Uh, I'll be able to <laughs> play it
3: like right when it comes out. <laughs> Oh
2: man! Well, you'll strikes. still get to play it, and you also recently ordered a. Uh, I think you ordered a new PC, right? So you're going to be able to play you it did? on a nice machine. I I did order a new PC, and it is oh, God, it is sitting
4: you
3: caved. It I had to. I had <laughs> I had to do it with between Skyrim, Battlefield, uh, Deus Ex, Terra. And ta- I th- Terra looks really cool too. Yeah.
1: Now we're talking
2: about PC games, but I, I know.
1: Well, who cares?
2: <laughs> Sorry, guys.
1: It's Tricked a game ya. that's not on the 360. This is well, the reboot for
2: IGN's our- <laughs> <Watch> PC <laughs> podcast. Yeah, no, Terra,
1: Terra looks <laughs> Terra great looks too. Cool with Guild Wars.
3: And yeah, and Guild Wars, and like even like I know some people are down on Star Wars: The Old oh, Republic, yeah, yeah. but I'm but like super excited cool. for that game. I want to play it. So um, you can write an editorial about how you can't play it anymore. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> Oh.
3: Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to stay up, and actually, the the computer is sitting at a FedEx station. I just have to go pick it up. Oh, it that's is the worst! Pre-built and everything, but I have to get over there, and I'm sure there will be it's pre-built. A, a you custom- didn't want to build your own? I did not want to build my own this time. No. Noob. Okay. Yes, <laughs> yeah, because anyone
2: that doesn't build their own PC is a noob.
3: Noobs, lol. I just I did not feel like putting in in the effort and the testing and the building period, and just wanted.
2: So, what
1: kind and of that, did you buy? Oh.
3: Uh, I got it off of uh, a site called iBuyPower. Power. I
1: Buy Power. That, uh, buy power. that, that was cool.
3: That was significantly cheaper than a lot of other like boutique builder shops. They that don't seem yeah. to they have don't like do, markups for no reason.
4: Well, they don't do their own custom cases. Generally, they'll like do off-the-shelf parts yeah. primarily. So, like with Alienware, you are in part paying for that case. You can't figure out how to open that has a light on the inside.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I I, I will admit that the Alienware case, the the one in the office, is a uh, ALX. Uh, Area 51 ALX. And that case, it's an awesome case, but I don't know if it's really worth You don't worth need
1: to yeah, pay that much money like for
3: a case. Yeah. Trying
4: to get into that thing is like trying to get into the Batcave when I'm, you're I'm, not Batman.
3: I'm pretty sure, yes. that's. <laughs> it's like trying to start up the Batmobile if, if you did not design it at all. Exactly. You just like found
2: if, you, it. if you didn't design the Batmobile. Yeah, if
3: it was just like parallel parked and
2: you're just like get like double parked and you're like, get this I can't thing even get here. this
4: thing into gear.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I so like that. It was like a games. fridge too.
2: <laughs> so that crazy Xbox. Yeah. Uh, I also wanted to say, by the way, the one other advantage you get by buying a PC is that you don't draw blood, which is apparently something Arthur has to suffer through multiple what? times.
4: Every every uh, PC build I've ever done has involved cutting myself on something. <laughs> <laughs> but you, there's a lot you of sharp... pay, pay in blood. I and cannot. You're rewarded. I, it's been like three years since I've done a PC build that didn't post on the first try. So.
3: So basically, you're using. Dark blood magic. Ma- you were yes. using blood magic. thaumaturgy <laughs> <on, laughs> Yes, on your, magic. on your PC parts. you got to be careful because sometimes the, your video blood card will that. turn into a demon. I, I think that picturing. was
4: actually that was a
2: special <laughs> ability in the Vampire the Masquerade Alliance, Bloodlines, wasn't it? I'm, I'm just picturing Arthur like, finishing up his PC, presses <laughs> exactly. the power button, and this skeleton like comes <laughs> out of the ground behind there, him. Funny
4: story, there is a skull on my motherboard whose eyes light up when it's actually...
3: (laughs) (laughs) Does it turn into Anders, and then he's like, LOL, Chantry? No. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs)
2: Spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Well, we should probably talk about other stuff, because we are all short on time today. Uh, But before I do, I just want to remind everyone that if you want to join us in our conversation on 360 games, or PC games in this case, uh, send us questions and comments to unlocked at IGN.com. You can also follow all of us on Twitter. I am Pwam Cider. That's P-W-A-M Cider. Christine is just Stimer because yeah, it's easy. Simple. Arthur is just A-E-G's. G's is spelled G-I-E-S. I always, I always have a problem spelling you, it for some reason. It's you not, just it's, letters works too. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, is, what do you mean? As in A-E-G-I-E-S. Yeah,
1: spelling it all out.
2: A-E-G-I-E-S. But AEGs <laughs> sounds kind of cool, even though you can't understand what I'm saying. Uh, Charles, you are C. Onyette? Yeah, not not very interesting. Conyette. Conyette. Con it's basically Conyette. But that's still cool. And we all post to Twitter regularly. And the, we the,
4: annual, the annual Charles Onyette convention. Held in con lovely, held lovely <laughs> Vancouver. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I would love to go back to Vancouver. That is Vancouver episode.
2: is yeah. a beautiful city. Vancouver is cool. All right, so let's move right along. Uh, the topic at hand is Mass Effect Two arrival. Uh, Christine, could you start us off and tell us like this just came out recently, correct?
1: Yesterday. Yay! You were not here.
2: I know. I'm sorry, but tell us about <laughs> it. Uh, first of all, how many uh, those crazy Microsoft points does it cost?
1: Uh, Five hundred and sixty, which is seven bucks in real dollars. I was about
2: to ask is that like a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks? It's
1: That's a thousand the, dollars.
4: That's uh, the sort of the standard for Mass Effect Two DLC, right? It's, um, all been it's all
1: been No, it hasn't. I mean, Shadow Broker was 10 bucks. Oh, those fuckers. But Shadow Broker was
2: awesome. So, so uh, yeah, totally tell it. us about what you think. When uh, First of all, when does this take place? It's right after... It's
1: after Horizon. Okay. Um, is it
2: 240 less
4: points of awesome than Shadow Broker? It
1: is. It is. <laughs> uh, it's not bad by any means. It's just it's, uh, got more of a combat focus than I was sort of hoping for
2: on the last DLC because you um, like the conversation system, I hear.
1: I do. That's what your are I, like, I like talk yeah. to to people.
2: Um, and there's also, I thought it was very interesting because you said that combat has been a little tweaked in this DLC.
1: Yeah, you take on this whole thing solo. So okay. it's just Shepard. Um, How do you feel about that? Which I was fine with because I play as a Sentinel, so I had my awesome armor. <laughs> <laughs> Where you just
2: barrel through all combat, like, pew, screaming pew, pew, the entire time. Pew.
1: And then your armor would, like, blast off and everybody's knocked down. And then you just reload and get your armor back on. And then you're good to go. It's Imba. pretty
3: cool. So, Imba. But, IGN strategize.
1: <laughs> yep. Just play no. <laughs> <peu>, sentinel. Pew, <laughs> pew, So
3: I mean, as a result of that, do you, like, do you not fight as, as interesting enemies? Like, I guess the combat, like, uh, the scale of the combat there is There were a is lot of a pyros,
1: okay.
3: which was sort oh. of annoying.
1: But overload looks, works really, really well on them. It's just I they don't just have explode. Overload. Well I'm then an you adept. should play as a cooler class. Sorry. Ouch. Poned. Hey, what uh I totally
2: yeah. forgot to ask you also, like what is the setting for like this mission? So that the you're basic gist
1: um, that they've been putting in press releases and all that stuff, so this is not spoilers. Okay. Um, you know, you get a call from Admiral Hackett, who if you've played Mass Effect One, you know, is your good old buddy that likes to boss you around.
4: It's Lance Hendrickson.
1: Yes. That too. Um and his uh, friend or whatever uh dr kenson it has been uh, captured by batarians
2: okay Those nasty batarians i, know. I swear to god they're kind of giant assholes. troublemakers yeah. uh, the whole lot of them they should all get a time out that's racist
1: but uh she was accused <laughs> of terrorism so they had they had a reason to arrest her mm. she's accused of terrorism okay and so you basically have to go in it's a covert operation which is why you go in alone and okay. you know save her or whatever
2: so That's Miranda can't follow you around in her ridiculous Nobody, white suit. Yeah. All right.
3: Yeah. Or alternate costume. Which oh is yeah, black. I
2: totally forgot. Which is, is. ridiculous as well. <laughs> it's, it's the all, same thing. It's all just Miranda's colors. costumes. Miranda herself is ridiculous. Uh, how long did it take you to get through? Would you say? Um,
1: it's just a couple hours. It's pretty short.
2: Okay. And so I'm I'm fastly running out of the questions that I had to ask you. Is well, it is it? Oh, go, mean,
0: ahead, Charles, no, no, go ahead, Charles, please.
3: Well, I was curious. Like, does it does it tie into anything that or or hinted anything for Mass Effect Three? It like, does. It sort this, of. Oh, go ahead. Well, this one's like releasing like a lot later than the other stuff. It's just sort of like, oh, hey, random Mass Effect Two DLC I think out of they, nowhere. So they like,
1: wanted it to be like a a build up or like a little bit of excitement for Mass Effect Three, and it's sort of in a very. It's not as, you know, grandiose or whatever as I was expecting it to be, like, oh, setting up Mass Effect 3 or whatever, okay, but it's it's it does it, but it's sort of more of, like, a subtle thing. And you're not – like, and a lot of answers aren't going to be – or, er, sorry, yeah. There's not a lot of answers here, so okay. you shouldn't be looking for that, but –
2: so it doesn't... It, it sort doesn't. of... It
1: sets up, like, a, a tone of urgency, I would say.
2: Ooh. Okay, so, very... so at the end of
3: it, like, Shepard's not, like, standing on top of a spacecraft, like, speeding through Earth's atmosphere, like, screaming while shooting guns in the air or something like that? <laughs> no,
1: it doesn't <laughs> happen. It's Dr. Strange. <laughs> Mass <Matt> Effect <Zemeck> becomes
3: <laughs> Dr. <Doctor laughs> Strange, <laughs> Yeah, he's on a giant Shepard
4: riding a bomb. <laughs> not interesting. Oh, my uh, No, there... it's not as
1: good as um, other DLCs. I gave it a seven. It's still good. It's still Mass Effect, but...
4: Okay. Are there achievements?
1: There are. Um, there's, I think, 100 new points.
3: But, I mean, from from all of the DLC that's come out from that, the the Shadow Broker one is still the best. Like yes. you, would, you would definitely it recommend that, that.
1: Shadow Broker th- is, you know, top of the line. It's awesome. The okay. Shadow
3: Broker
4: is pretty much required. It adds some pretty important character stuff. It, it adds an arc that Mass Effect 2 is sorely
2: missing without it.
1: And this one does impact Mass Effect 3. So not, not
2: Shadow Broker, you're talking about Arrival. Arrival, okay yeah. So right.
1: Shadow Broker and Arrival are the two that will um, have some sort of a difference in Mass Effect 3.
3: Okay, interesting. Oh, like if you play them, they'll actually alter the Mass Effect 3 experience?
4: Yes. I mean, Shadow Broker can pretty seriously alter the balance of power in that
3: universe. Yeah. So. I yeah, because so. that seemed like a pretty important storyline, because they, totally. they sort of got into the Shadow Broker in 2 a little bit, except then they just kind of moved on. And yeah. it was like, uh... Right.
4: I mean, the Shadow Broker stuff all leads directly from Mass Effect 1 to 2, but they didn't re- develop it at all until you play the Shadow Broker DLC or read the comic,
2: which no one does.
1: I did. It was awesome.
2: Which not no heard heard one comic. does. It's a, There's a little known fact. The Shadow Broker is actually Charles Agnett. It's really bizarre. Why did you just give that up? Well, you know, I mean, people should have played (laughs) it already, honestly. Let's, I mean, anyway. Christine, I wanted to ask you, even though, I mean, A7 is still good. You enjoyed it. It's not as good as Shadow Broker. Would you say it is still worth those 500 and whatchamahoozits?
1: I think if you, um, you know, if you had to buy whatever, I guess if you were looking to get a couple of the DLCs, it would obviously be Shadow Broker and Arrival because those are the only two that are really going to make a difference in the long run.
3: Yeah, and I felt a little. I remember like the earlier ones added like your party member and yeah, they would go was sit sh- in a room, but you couldn't really talk you to them. You couldn't
1: talk to them, which was no, annoying. No, you could
4: trigger them saying things out loud. They would be like, "I'm <laughs>
3: sure I'm sure I'm standing in a room right now." And be yeah, like, I totally sh- agree with you. Well, we we'll see you later. <laughs>
1: and then there was Overlord, Overlord, <laughs> which uh, had the hammerhead and.
4: I mean, I Overlord had, had that, a pretty cool story, <laughs> but there was some pretty boring combat parts in it.
2: I, I really like fi- Kasumi. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Like, I liked Kasumi's, uh, I liked her <laughs> character
1: and I liked the, what are you laughing about? It's just like,
2: I keep picturing everything that Zaid says and it just cracks me up every time. Oh, okay. He makes <laughs> of his accent and he's like, oh, Shepard, you know, I won't skin the cat and ate it to stay alive. <laughs> and you're like, e- okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, dude. <laughs> Tell me more of your stories. I was just
3: wondering if you wanted a cup of coffee, but thanks for that one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she comes down to check on him he's been by himself for like a year down in the fucking ship cabin or wherever he is what what room is he in it's I like it's there's like ship. a bunch of guns just lying around <laughs> and gathering dust
3: i think he may be on the third
2: floor all right well I yeah i have no idea doesn't matter um did I, I did i cut you off i'm sorry what were you gonna say no? Um, I, I did not remember cut what I was going to say. Good. I,
1: you did cut me off, but I, I've forgotten what I was <laughs> talking did, about. You you
2: bastard. <laughs> success. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also, so sometimes I write joke questions for no reason, just to make myself laugh as I'm writing down my questions. Right, Why don't it?
3: you try laughing? <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. uh-huh.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the default joke. Charles, Charles is
3: and way I have.
4: more of a font of awful jokes than people realize. That <laughs> was, like. that was, that's, that a, was, it's that's a, a
3: genuinely joke. hysterical it's the moment. The brilliant writing of Final Fantasy X. Yep. <laughs> Why don't you
2: try laughing? Ah, uh, Oh, that was <laughs> <Yeah>. really loud. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's fine. The kids will love it.
3: Well, yeah, if I mean if if, if people listening haven't seen that that scene from Final Fantasy 10, uh, I don't I or don't know a better what person. What well, maybe. But uh, but yeah, I don't know just what go
1: YouTube it, right? F-
3: yes, you should definitely look <laughs> that up on YouTube because it is amazing. I don't know if the scene has like a specific name though. <laughs> just,
2: just just all Google you have to do I, is why t- don't you
1: try laughing. Or
2: all you have to do is actually uh Google Titus and Yuna laughing scene and oh, really? it will or, ty- or Final Fantasy laughing scene, and you will find it on YouTube. How often nice. have you googled that scene? Uh, many times, because also there's a hysterical rendition of it slowed down, where <laughs> I just is just like, oh. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that was Sorry, weird the way that laugh went from slow to fast. <laughs> <in the end. laughs>
2: I'm just like I'm getting I'm getting the chuckles now because I, I oh my god. Oh. Ryan
4: Clements is a giggle puss. Yeah, I,
2: I am. I, am, I love puss. giggling. Giggling is fun.
4: All right, moving on.
2: Yes, let's move on. Uh, so anyway, I did want to ask uh, real quick what we sort of – Oh, you know what? No, I, I don't even have to ask that because one of our readers did. Oh, cool. Um, so Christian writes in and says, So I'm a huge Mass Effect fan and played through both Mass Effects multiple times. Not as much as Christine, though, because no one has. That's not
1: true. Somebody played through it 26 times and I have not played what? it. What? So
2: How do you even do that? I don't know. Oh, wow. I wasn't expecting yeah, that Yeah, there was
1: a. The thing about it's cool stats from Mass Effect 2 Was it an infographic like or A something? couple – no, it wasn't. Um, I mean, it was a, a graphic, but it, it was just stats.
2: <laughs> it was a
1: graphic, but not an there's infos. information
4: in it. Yeah. It's an infographic. But
1: it's not a good one. Okay. Uh, well, that's it's, uh, Yeah, and so like a couple of Xbox players played it like 26 times, and then there was a PC player that also played it like 28 times or something ridiculous.
2: All
3: right. Well, I, I mean, that's that's awesome, but like, I that's no, it's That's intense. Not,
4: it's not awesome.
3: How? No, I mean, I think I think people that can dedicate uh, that much effort to a single because, like, me, like, I'm always skipping between different games because I always feel bad if I start playing a game for too long. It like other ones will come out, and but like, yep. I need to stay on I top can of only, this. I need to keep playing different I, games. I
4: can literally only think of w- a few things that I've done more than 26 times, and they have nothing
3: to do with video games. It yeah, it's Involves eating true.
2: and sleeping. Yeah.
3: But I mean, it's it's the same <laughs> thing with like with with getting really good at like a real time strategy game. It's like somebody who can sit down and really like dedicate effort to learning and everything about this one game. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, that's something when I'm playing like competitively. On I don't need to bring up Starcraft. <laughs> I'm you sorry. can bring up
2: Starcraft as but, much as you want, bro. But,
3: but but like playing that for so long that you become like really talented at it. I think that's pretty cool. Like
2: when the people are like, Yeah, I've been playing Starcraft for ten years. Yeah, it's and like I-
3: oh, I play. You know, like I mean, the 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 Pro players will always say, or they'll be asked, you know, how do you, how do I actually get as good as you? And they're like, well, you have to play for like
2: twelve hours a day. It's yeah. like, okay, well, can't
1: do that. Don't, well, know,
2: don't know if that's happening. I got a full time job. Anyway, we'll, we'll we'll go back to Christian's question. Uh, so Christian continues. Uh, however, I've only played through the layer of the Shadow Broker DLC, which was amazing, especially if you want, uh, went with Liara for Mass Effect 1. Totally. So my question is, are the other DLC missions for Mass Effect 2 worth the money? If so, how much would you rank the DLC packs and which I should purchase? Keep up the great work. Thanks a bunch. This is from Christian. So can we rank them real quick? Obviously, Shadow Broker on the Shadow top. Shadow
1: Broker's number one. And I would just would go would with Arrival is 2 simply because it does it's impact still, Mass Effect okay. three. Um... Then I guess uh, I would go Kasumi because I really liked that mission. If
4: you play Kasumi's, you get to see a troll from a uh, from Dragon Age. What? You
1: all yeah, it's a it's a statue, but um.
4: Oh yeah. Also,
1: you get a hot dress if you're Shep and heels.
4: You get a decent. outfit If you're male, if, and, uh, if you're you, male. Yeah, and you get
1: like a nice tux or whatever if you're a dude. But, oh, nice tux. Um, it's funny because in Arrival, if you're wearing the dress from Kasumi, there is an upskirt. <laughs> Great. Just so you know,
2: Whoops. <laughs> I, I guess I'm. Daisy. I'm glad that our only female host here was the one that said that. As long as it's not me. Well, it was just
1: funny to me. I just I was just laughing at it because I was like, why didn't they think about the fact that hurt? Oh God, close your legs. But um, <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> it's a video game. Who cares? Yeah. Um, she's not real. And then I guess uh, I really didn't that. like <laughs> Zaid at all. I just don't care for him, so I'd put him last. So I guess overlords in between. Free, (laughs) true. He is free. I would still turn him away.
2: (laughs) Let me tell you about his one time. I I just love his voice. But yeah, Uh, so that's sort
1: of the way I would go. Cool.
2: Cool. Sounds good. Thank you for that. Uh, Also, more Mass Effect questions. Greetings, former TRLers. I don't like that at all. I don't. I want to. I want to distance ourselves from TRL as much as possible. My name is Dylan. With the, with the release of the final piece for DLC for Mass Effect 2, I was wondering what the likelihood was that Biohair, BioWare, not Hair, Bio-hair. would <laughs> release a two-disc <laughs> Ultimate Edition I containing the game and all the DLC packs. They did the same thing with Dragon Age, and I'd really like to play all the additional content before Mass Effect 3 releases. I don't think Many that's going to happen.
1: I don't. Mm, I, mean, I really have no idea. I don't think they're
4: going to do anything at retail that distracts Mass Effect 3 this
3: year. Assuming Mass Effect 3 actually comes out this that year, that game
2: is coming out yeah. this
3: year. Everyone's very confident. In I that? am really
2: I confident. I think it
1: in will. Okay. I
3: hope it will.
2: I have no more faith in
4: anything.
1: But yeah, I'm not sure about the.
4: I mean, who knows if it'll edition. be good? But Dragon Age 2 came out. 16 months.
3: Yeah, it's, just, I, it's just crazy to me to think that it'll be one year and three BioWare games will come out because Old Republic's supposed to come out this year too. Yeah, that's a different I know they're different teams, I would just put money it is
4: crazy on the Old Republic getting
3: delayed before Mass Effect 3 getting delayed.
1: Just more there to do. Yeah. Also, yeah.
3: I mean, ME3 is going up against essentially Skyrim, which is going to be, I don't know. I don't know if people would buy two when Epic, does Skyrim come out. Uh, well, it's supposed to be November 11th.
1: Well, we uh, don't have a date yet for Mass Effect 3, so they might wait. I would guess
3: Skyrim gets delayed before Mass Effect gets delayed. I would also, I'm waiting for Skyrim to get delayed. (laughs) Because Oblivion got delayed after it was like, here's the release date. Bethesda
4: has a ton of games coming out in the fall.
3: Uh, Bethesda is certainly publishing, yeah, a lot of games between, I mean, uh, Hunted and Brink and then... Rage is coming out. I
1: thought Brink was in the spring. Rage. Did get to oh, no, again? yeah, it's not it's oh, okay. not fall.
3: I'm just in okay, in, just in the year. span of twenty eleven. Gotcha. Yeah, and then Rage and then yeah, Skyrim. And they just announced Prey Two. And there rumors, Which is of, not for this geez. year, but
4: there are rumors of another Bethesda game that might come out this year. Hushed whispers uh, even? I don't know. I mean I
2: there's nothing concrete about what it could be, but As yes. long as, as long as I can say that there were hushed whispers about something, that's yes. like my favorite term. Hushed whispers. Aren't all whispers Perfect. hushed? Uh no, I think. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> and also, I mean, Doom Four, whatever, whatever. Right.
3: Whatever happens with that, I don't know. I haven't seen anything on that game, so. Uh.
2: So what you're saying is there are lots of games that we'll need to play. There's, there's quite a bit to look forward to. Very yes. nice. Uh, our final Mass Effect Brink question. Rink is not
4: one of those things.
3: I like Brink
2: Every time I, I, I play, I mean, everybody's super
1: interested in it.
3: I, I like Brink, I like Splash Damage. I I think they really know what they're doing. Um, and I mean, I got to play for about. Fifty minutes or so and i thought it was pretty fun and i think with a coordinated team it could be really mm. cool it's just you can't really lone wolf in that game oh. um sorry i don't like working with <laughs> don't people. apologize We we're yeah, supposed you, you to have, talk about you things. have to play as a team in in brink otherwise it, the whole experience basically breaks down
1: gotcha
4: i just like that there's very much to actively encourage it unlike something like bad company too
3: i mean i i have a lot of fun with with battlefield as well um but I I don't know. It's it's a very different style of like first. Yeah, person I just
4: it, it didn't play very well when I played it, but that was almost a year ago now.
3: Yeah, so. it's it's brink is less about like twitch like shooting skills, uh, it, it, from what I can tell so far, and more about completing objectives and making sure everyone's on the same page.
2: That sounds cool. I will play that game eventually. All right. So going back, our final Mass Effect question for today. This question is aimed mainly towards Stimer, but anyone can answer. What storyline in the Mass Effect universe? Uh, Gath, Corian War, Rachni, would you like to see get told in a big way in Mass Effect 3? This is coming from them. Joey. All of them.
1: I mean, I want stuff that we've done in, in Mass Effect 1 and 2 to actually come back in a big way. Like, I felt like it was done it was super minor in Mass Effect 2. So, you know, I, I would just like to see more... Definitely, the Rack and I need to come back.
2: Hell yeah! I, I mean, would, if you queen was granted, awesome. if
1: you didn't kill them, uh, I would really, really um,
4: like to see something major happen with the Geth, depending on the decisions you make in yeah, respect and
1: yeah, and yeah, and I mean, those are two great examples. Those are things that I would really like to see. I mean, it'd be cool if you could actually go see the Corian homeworld or what's left of it now with all the geth, like, taken over. Yeah, I wonder oh, if we'll shit. ever
2: see... We in... There's no secret scenes in, like, Mass Effect 2 where you see a Corian unmasked, correct? No. Okay. We've
1: never seen that.
3: No, I, I feel because like I pursued that stupid romantic Yes, I did. And Aww. nothing happened. And I was like, you didn't take your mask off? Well, she off? does. No, she does. You just but don't you, see you it. You don't see it. But, like, I want to get, like... I want to see that. That was the whole reason I was doing Whatever, it.
4: Whatever, nerd... Hey, I the did the same the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: but I, I do hope that they show Either. you a space. My favorite, Whatever,
4: part, bro. my favorite part of that whole scene is that if you're playing on 360, as soon as she jumps you, the achievement unlocked thing
2: appears on the bottom of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <coughs> oh, man. Good stuff. All right. Well, the other topic that I uh, promised for today was going to be Deus Ex. And that's why we brought... Tall man, Charles Oñet, onto the show. I believe it's pronounced Deuce X. Oh, I'm sorry. I always give my <laughs> No, it's not. I made that up. It, it is Deuce. Oh, okay. Deuce. Deuce. X. Well. <laughs> Dos X. <ex>. Uh, <laughs> right. Deuce equis.
0: <laughs>
2: Dos X. Dos X. Uh, all right, so this is <laughs> this question is coming from James. Uh, hey, guys, I just wanted to say the new podcast is awesome. Thank you. I'll get right to my question. I'm very interested in the new Deus Ex, especially after hearing about how you can play through the game in a totally nonviolent way. To me, this is a refreshing playstyle. However, I'm wondering how I will defeat the game bosses if I invest all my leveling points into nonviolent skills. In other words, if I level up my stealth and conversational abilities, will that giant mech creature overpowered henchman that I eventually have to take down simply wipe the floor with my unprepared ass. You'll Thanks. be able
1: to talk him down. <laughs> I don't know. It's up the possible good
2: that he could, I guess. So, uh, yes. Uh, first of all, Arthur, why don't you tell us a little bit about... You said you had a, a, a situation like this. In your, right. So Charles and I played Deus Ex
4: for about two
2: hours, uh, about
4: six weeks ago, probably. Maybe two months. Um, and we... We made a vow to each other to play through it differently, so we picked different perks and different abilities. Although I
3: still messed mine up, but you did.
4: Way to go, yeah. asshole! Uh, <laughs> so I I took the stealth option. So I took stealth, the ability to see through walls, and upgraded my conversation abilities. And Charles, how did what did you pick?
3: Um, I I picked a bunch of random stuff, and then I wound up just punching a bunch of people <laughs> and, shooting, <laughs> and shooting them because I was like, all right, well, I did some sneaking, and I, I got I got one of the. One of the special <laughs> abilities I got was uh, to the the extra strength thing, <laughs> oh, so you the can actually through
4: walls thing, right? Well,
3: no, so you can you can pick up larger <laughs> objects, uh, which which becomes important when you're exploring environments because there'll be like big crates sitting and sitting in front of stuff. That right. I mean, it's sort of almost like a Zelda style feel where it's like, hey, if you don't have, uh, I can't. Is it a power bracelet in Zelda? I can't remember what it is that lets you. Manipulate it's a larger glove things and
4: stuff like that. It, it varies from game to game, but I know what you're talking about.
3: Yeah, so it, it basically, if you can move it, it opens up additional paths. So it see, I didn't take
4: that ability, and I was still able to move crates that were blocking pathways. You can
3: you can move the smaller ones, but I don't think you can move the larger um, ones. And you can also pick up like security bots and stuff like that and reposition them. And I don't know if you can do that without.
4: Did you ever crouch holding a crate in front of you to block an enemy's view of you? Oh no, <laughs> oh, I haven't like done that. that. Metal gear that. solid. Yeah,
1: the box so, pay
4: no awesome. attention to this crate with feet
1: <laughs>
4: It's like slowly Shuffling to the side It never worked for long Like They're always like wait there's somebody over there <laughs> There are definitely moments where I would move the crate And set it down so. in front of me to buy myself A few
2: extra seconds to go into an air duct
3: It's just one of those sentient crates Leave it alone Yeah <laughs>
2: It's a <laughs> robo-crate. I'm sure they have those in the future. So, um, wh- and you said, was there a third person that was playing uh, that uh, game
4: with you guys? Jim Riley, uh did it and picked abilities that crashed the game. In the last nice. Encounter. nice. The course. abilities they specifically said not to pick because they weren't working. <laughs> oh, good. Um
3: Way to go, Jim! But I mean, Way the to there is, there is a bunch of stuff you can do that that is not directly combat related. In addition right. to like one of the cool things about Deus Ex since uh, since the first game was just yeah, just sort of walking into an environment and surveying the scene, and you never have one path forward. Um, so you can just sort of yeah, it, you can usually get a good sense of like oh, I should go through that. Ventilation duct, or I can go talk to this guy, and right. that'll open some up some other path. Or you can just explore and find some completely random thing, and you you have a sense that all of this stuff is available, um, and so you try to build your skills to you know
4: complement what you like to do exactly. Yeah, and al- and also it rewards you. I think doesn't it give you points for exploring? It, areas? it does. Yeah.
3: So if you find secret entrances, like for instance, like I moved a heavy crate, I got into a vent, and then it gave me an exploration bonus. Right. So it's not just uh, Hey, that's cool! I found another way in there, and you, you, use you these actually get a reward
4: to upgrade yourself. So, so basically, doing the things that you want to do is a way to succeed in the game. So you don't have to kill guys to get points. Like there are lots of ways to get upgrade points.
3: Yeah, uh, which I thought was really neat, and and I like the way their uh, their energy system works because uh, I, I did a, a stealth thing. So if you stealth in the game, you start consuming energy, and the, the, I, I believe it's called energy.
4: Yeah, know,
3: it, it doesn't matter. matter. It's, juice. it's called They're, juice. Charles They're like, yeah. I'm sorry. Power <laughs> juice.
2: Uh, power yeah, juice. Yeah, it's <laughs>
3: like little batteries, but it's like only they will only regenerate uh, within a single battery. So you can't like regen your entire uh, energy meter. You have to go get like power ups to replenish it. So you have right. to be you have to be pretty thoughtful about when to use your abilities. You can't just use them like randomly, like like Mass Effect does. Like, you can just use just stuff, cloak. and then everything yeah. just regens, and all the timers yeah. pop out, and, it, and you can just do stuff If again. you try to do
4: a bunch of really badass stuff in quick succession, you'll basically drain yourself and be stuck to one battery until you can find something to refill the other one.
3: Yeah, which, and I, I like that mechanic. I right. like how it makes decision-making uh, uh, more important.
4: It makes not. things like stealth kills a more considered... Uh, Option as well because you can't just go around and stealth kill every guy. You have to wait for your stuff to recharge. You have to be careful with it.
2: The uh, oh, I was just gonna say to to highlight all the sorts of you know decision making. The trailer that went up on IGN recently, where it was I forgot the exact name of it, but it's sort of like the. Make your own choices trailer or something triple Thread or something like that. Yeah, it'll, it's it's in our gallery. You can find it there. Oh, seventy million other Deus Ex trailers. Yes. Well, but this one actually was almost entirely gameplay, and I thought it was really cool because it just does the same. It takes a quick snapshot of the same mission and does it in three right. different ways. Which so is
4: great. The I took the ability again. I could see through walls, so that was that played a pretty big part in how I went through the game and avoiding enemies, um, and also just it's pretty cool to turn on your vision and see like this weird sort of swarm of bits come together and form bodies and then break apart into a million pieces Wait, when you turn it off
2: uh, real quick to interrupt how if, if you're not fighting for example and uh-huh. you're doing all the stealth stuff are you still able to earn points and get stronger if you're not killing people
4: yeah like we just said it's, if you're it's exploring only, but it's
2: only an exploration is there I,
4: they, it gives you points for progressing okay and okay, doing cool. things non-violently okay
2: anyway please continue
4: uh so i mean it's just the charles shot a lot of stuff and i shot less stuff and it also not only your abilities, but as you open the first mission, and this is very reminiscent of the original Deus Ex, you're sort of given an, uh, options as far as what kind of equipment you want to take and how that's going to affect how you play. Like, I took a stun gun because I wanted to, uh, to disable guys, uh, but I had to get up close to do it. You can also pick a sniper rifle or, like, a handgun and stuff like that, just depending on how you want to play. But uh, if you don't take the abilities, perks, skills, whatever to engage in combat you will get the shit kicked out of you the second they find you Uh, because they'll sort of coordinate and pincher your ass if there's more than a couple of them and Enemies in this game do not go down easy,
3: yeah, it seemed pretty easily to get or it seemed pretty easy to get killed if you're yeah. just like running in and just like, I'm just gonna shoot a pistol in the air and okay. you know who cares? I'll just hide behind <laughs>
0: I'll just
3: hide behind cover right. for a while and eventually I'll just pick them all off. It's like, yeah, you you can't take much damage at least in in that early stage in the game right uh, before you're dead,
4: <clears throat> which is immediately after uh Jensen is his name Adam, yeah, Jensen? Adam Jensen it's immediately after he comes back to work after getting all these augmentations, so.
3: Um, He's all it, ogged up. But yeah, I, I mean, one, one, one <laughs> section of the game. Uh, I, that they
4: do use that as a verb, I'm pretty really? sure. Really?
3: <laughs> He's oh been, ogged up. been ogged up. Yeah, w- one part of the game I checked out just because I don't I don't know why I, I like doing this in, in video games, but I wanted to check out the hacking mechanic because I always just like little silly <laughs> I love mini that, dude. silly like <laughs> Which mini is actually games. Pretty cool. And the hacking mini game in Deus Ex is like super involved. It's not <laughs> really? just like oh wait for these timing belts to match up and then hit a button. And it's like it's a it's a whole separate mini game where you like start the the flow of, of energy through these little, these node uh, branches. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have to go sort of node by node uh, to try and get to an end point, except every node you hack in that sequence has a chance to start up... Uh, a and, subroutine. Yeah, like a, the... a subroutine-like enemy thing that can uh... disable your entire hacking attempt. And you can, like, unlock special bonuses, so there's, like, a risk-reward. It's like, okay, well, if I try to unlock... A non-direct path to the exit, and try to get these bonuses. Then I'm running the risk of this subroutine-like canceling and locking It's like out a goddamn
4: a Xbox Live Arcade game
2: by itself. <laughs> Jeez, it's yeah. really involved. I want this game right now. I, Let, I, let's all go steal Deus Ex from their offices. Sounds good. <laughs> you wouldn't want to
4: do that the shape that it was in when we played it.
2: It's uh, still... I mean, yeah, it was still buggy and, like, yeah, it was still in, in
3: production and stuff like but, that.
4: But uh, anyway, I mean, the way that you make your way through the level the, in this level... Can we just talk about it? Is that okay? Like, just the things that happen in this level? I assume so. It's like a terrorist cell takes over this uh, science facility and they have all these workers... In one point, all of these workers are in an office and you're supposed to, to help them if you can. If you walk into the office directly, it activates a gas bomb. Oh, Except it doesn't Whoops. go off right away. You can, it, it's, it's going to go off within a short amount of time. So you can try to hack it, or you can let them all die. Or yeah. if you were smart, you could find a way in behind it and disable it before it even realized that you were in the room. Which I'm pretty sure none of us did. This sounds... <laughs> <laughs> we're none not of us did enough. the smart thing. Uh, I, okay. I disarmed the bomb so the people in the room survived. Because Arthur's
2: um, a
3: nice guy. Oh, yeah, I went right by that. I was just like, oh, <laughs> hey, that room looks important. Well, see you later. And
1: then I like, went <laughs> to the <laughs> next pew pew. I'm going to go punch people.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and I proceeded to punch people. Well, I kept failing my stealth because I would cloak, but you still need a battery of energy to actually perform the silent takedown. Right, yeah. So I would just be sitting behind some dude and be like, my energy's out. going down, and then I'm just, like, uncloaked, like, and he's like, oh, hey, buddy, and then, you know, starts shooting me. So I have to... I have to open say, up. Yeah, you not say oh hey buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you you, can't, just, say, oh, you hey, buddy. can't
4: just invest in cloak and and kill a bunch of guys that way. You actually have to invest in being able to cloak and do damage and and more energy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So,
3: yeah, and I mean at, at some points the game does have like a, a branching conversation system too. Like near yeah. near the end of that demo, you had to make uh, a decision well, i and I'm, I shouldn't say necessarily demo. Like it is the game we were playing. Right. It was the, the, the first section le- of the game.
4: It was the second level, I guess. Yeah,
3: it's it's very early on though, um, and uh, like you have a you have a you have to do a hostage negotiation, and right. it, it, the outcome can be very different depending on how you approach it. And it's
4: also things that happen after that are affected by things you did elsewhere. So I mean, we can just talk about it again, right?
3: It's pretty early in the game, so, so I don't, yeah.
4: He's got a woman. the The leader of the terrorist cell has a woman. Uh, and basically through conversation, you can talk him into letting her go. Um, I think you might be able to, he can, you can let her go and get away or he can let her go and get arrested after he tries to get away or he can take her and kill her. Or I think you can actually get into a gunfight with him in that room and she'll probably die. Is that oh, what happened, awesome. Charles? Uh,
3: I I thought she was fine, and then I went through the door, and she was not fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I what? I messed that up. That was not everything. So okay, uh, that guys. was not my intention.
2: We're good. We're good.
3: <laughs> <No>. Oh,
2: sorry, <laughs> I was like this <coughs> is
3: going so well. And what you find you out
4: so is that uh, her husband was one of the people that was in the room with that bomb. Oh, no. See, I didn't have that storyline because I let them all die. (laughs) I mean, you may never find that out uh, because she may die and everyone in that room might die. But if she lives and everyone in the room dies, then she finds out her husband died and you you didn't save him. Uh, (sighs) If she dies but you saved everyone in the room, he asks about his wife and you ended up letting her die.
1: Is it fall Um, yet?
4: It comes out in August. Man, yeah, this cool. Is it
1: late summer yet? Yeah.
2: Heavy shit. That's yeah. all I have to say. Uh,
4: whereas I actually managed to get the, I guess, the quote, ideal outcome, which is that I saved the people in the room. I talked him out into letting her go, and he ran away, and he got arrested. Uh, so the two of them were reunited outside of that room by the police oh, officers that were waiting to storm the building. Uh, and I think you get a bonus from for doing, like, if you manage to get the actual, the absolutely ideal outcome, I think that you get bonuses for that as well. And I didn't fire a shot in that whole that whole sequence. I just
2: talked him down. Awesome. I'm just picturing after the ideal sequence, and then they're being reunited. You just throw a grenade <laughs> into the room. <laughs> let, let I think too. you
3: <laughs>
0: over your shoulder got, and just got like... the achievement. Walk
4: away. The only thing <laughs> that was a little frustrating is that between getting to the last section and getting to that encounter, there is a very long, sort of drawn out section that is really combat heavy, and I'm not sure how viable stealth is there, or when we were playing it, stealth didn't seem like a a particularly viable option, just because there were so many guys.
3: Yeah, there are quite a few people come in to to attack you.
4: Also, the passwords that you can find on bodies and, in like, hacking into computers was sort of broken when we were playing it, so you couldn't like, previously, in other parts of the game, you will find a password on somebody, and if you get to that workstation, it'll show the password in the upper right corner, and then you can enter it in manually, and it wasn't doing that. Mm. Um, and that's really sort of a pain in the ass. Yeah,
3: cool. um, And the one part that I really wanted to see, which was after the end of that mission, which we had to stop playing after that mission, right. but they take you into a larger urban sprawl where you can actually explore in a non-combat situation and talk to people and do and that's where you can open right. up like side quests and stuff oh, like that you'd find yeah. out like and more in, information that and you would, stuff
4: you do throughout the f- that level affects what you can access and who will talk to you and stuff like that oh yeah. my god that should be pretty cool
2: game of the year i think so it,
3: it, it, it seems pretty cool we haven't seen <laughs> the pc version well. yet, though. I'm, I'm waiting for that
4: awesome. it's being done by a different studio it is wait really yeah, they've, they've contracted it out to a studio that they've used before. Oh, I've, interesting. Idos okay.
3: Montreal is still doing all the design, but they're the other studio is doing like
2: programming work. Oh, gotcha. very interesting. I had no idea.
4: That's fairly common, actually.
3: It does
2: happen. Okay, very cool. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. That was awesome. Uh, so I think, uh, well, we've been going for about 40 minutes now, so maybe we can try and squeeze in a few questions. Do we have some time, guys? What do we think?
4: Are you going to try to play any outro music, or are we just going to,
2: how's that working? Uh uh, I, it doesn't, Pay no
4: mind to the crazy person in the corner. <laughs> <It doesn't, laughs> uh,
2: I mean, I yeah, I can end with that okay. little song because that All can right. be that can be replaced. All right. Um, Programming notes complete. Uh, anyway, but yeah, if you guys do, you guys need to get going. Uh, One, do
4: we have any questions about the Xbox 360 disc format?
2: Uh, someone did send it in, but it was really long, and I thought we could just talk about it <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> instead of me reading it. But yeah, would you like to uh, ruminate on that? Well, real Charles quick? had a question really quick. Yes, please. What is? What oh, no, I,
3: I, I didn't, actually. I was just wondering what the what the questions were about from the readers.
2: Okay. Oh, okay. Very good. Then, then That's it. <laughs> this has been <laughs> awkward. This has really derailed toward the end. No, awkward whatever. It's fine. We're just trying to decide Please what we should this. do.
1: Please edit
2: this. Well, now that you said it, now you've just given me <laughs> extra work. No, I'm leaving it all in. Fuck it. Whatever. They can hear us talk about programming. Okay. That's fine. Um, all right. Let us go on to actual reader mail instead of us deciding what we should do. This is from Nick. Nick has the best intro ever. He says, hey, uh, how you doing? So what do you think of Dragon Age 2's illusion of choice compared to Origins' freedom of choice? I will ask this to Christine. since we Well, were just
1: Charles has also put this.
2: Right. Yeah, but they were talking about Deus Ex the whole time. I wanted you to speak up, too.
1: Well, yeah, I don't want to talk anymore. Oh, She's okay. talking about I'm Mass <laughs> <for soccer laughs> podcast. Um, uh, That's true. I don't know if Charles agrees. Uh, I mean, I obviously prefer the freedom of choice like it was in Origins. Um, but, I mean, it sort of—it did piss me off a little bit at the end. Like, no matter what you do, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it does in your relationships with people. Like, that can change drastically in terms of your squad mates. Um, I had, did have de- various things happen there. But the actual storyline itself was, I mean, it didn't really matter what you're doing.
2: What do you think, Charles? Agree, disagree? Yeah, I mean,
3: the game just feels like a run-up to the next game. Yeah. It, it well, I mean,
1: what we were talking about was it feels sort of like an epilogue that was just so, or not an epilogue, uh, an expansion, I, and but that was so different from the original Dragon Age that it ended up having to be its own game. That's sort of what it feels like. But yeah, it's so it, good. It's just, like, sort of a weird. Because, I
3: mean, by the end, like, I mean, I don't know if I should talk about this. Cause no,
4: you really shouldn't because I haven't
2: played very much of it and I would like to.
3: Oh, Okay. Well then, I will limit details on that. But in the end,
2: everyone dies. It's really depressing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, moving on. Uh, Hey, unlocked. What was the first 360 game that made you fall in love with the new generation? Uh, This is from Nicholas. I assume when Nicholas says the new generation, he means the new generation of consoles, as As opposed to like just games. Years ago, but uh, yeah. Why don't we? Why don't we start with Christine? Mine.
1: Yeah, I do have one. It was when I was working at Edelman for Microsoft. Okay. I grabbed this little game called Viva Pinata.
0: No. And no then I was Viva like,
1: pinata. I seriously sat in in my parents' basement for an entire day. Like, I I had no idea that it, it, time had passed, really.
2: It was <laughs> so <laughs> you went through time.
1: So I myself, the no, the no, it really was. Like, I was just so involved in this world. My mom came down and she's like, um, Are you going to come and eat dinner? I was like, What? <laughs> I just <laughs> – it's 9 <laughs> o'clock in the morning, right? That's what
2: time it's supposed to be.
1: Um, but, yeah, that was – and then, of course, after that was Mass Effect. and
2: Then cool. I was like, I was done. Very cool. How about you, Arthur? Condemned. Condemned. Ooh, very nice. Did you play and enjoy the sequel at all?
4: I did. Uh, I think the sequel plays better. The story is not as good. I mean, woo, crazy hobo and everything. And <laughs> crazy. And tar people, and dude getting mauled by a polar bear. But I, it, <laughs> wow, I don't you know.
3: It? Charles, have you played *Condemned* too? Uh, I didn't. I never played the sequel. No. Uh,
4: yeah, there's definitely a dude getting ripped apart by a polar bear in that <laughs> game. <laughs> and then a sequence where you have to run away from the polar bear. You too will be will polar be ripped. Chow. huh uh, But the story, the story is just like it's like half a game. It leads into a sequel, like a lot of games. Around that time, did and a lot of games still do. Cool. Um, but yeah, Condemned was just like something I had never really
2: seen before. Very nice. How about you, my friend?
3: Uh, I actually, when the 360 came out, I loved Condemned. Oh, I thought I thought cool. that was a great game that I I latched onto more than uh, more than the rest of the the launch lineup, and one that I thought that that surprised me and that I liked it so much more than I thought I would uh, for like a launch era game. Because I mean, usually the launch games are. Not the best.
4: I mean, (laughs) Call of Duty 2 was really great, too. Um... Geometry Wars Retro Evolved was the other one that I played Geometry Wars is
3: one. I played Geometry Wars probably for about three and a half months. Yeah. <laughs> that, was like, that was the game that sustained me through like that, that winter. It was weird.
4: That was the game that impressed other people the most, too, because they would just get totally lost in what was happening. Yeah, yeah. It's
3: like, here's my new HD system, and here's this game that looks like it was made 15 years ago. <laughs> three dollars. Was it's
4: it $3 upper. or
3: $5? I believe it was $5, five dollars, probably. 400 Microsoft.
4: Points. I was in the wild west of Microsoft points when things were really, <laughs> really cheap. The wild
1: Jesus.
4: west. Yeah. Oh, goodness. And they got smart and we got And poorer. they were
1: like, oh, we can charge $15 for this? $20? Okay.
4: <laughs> I really hope oh, they all talk like that. $20 live arcade games. We're not there yet, but fuck. We
1: will be.
4: And yeah. uh, if I'm... Oh, I'm
2: sorry. Did you oh, want to continue? No, I was no? saying bad words. I was... Uh, bad words are good. Uh, I was going to say that... I think I can still remember the specific moment. And now I didn't have, I actually didn't get a 360 or a PS3 until a little bit later when they had been out. I wasn't lining up a launch or anything, but I still remember a specific moment where I was at my friend's Grant, my my friend Grant's house, and he, I saw Gears of War for the first time. Now I'm not like a huge Gears of War fan, but this was essentially the first game that of like the, you know, they look a lot better than they used to sort of experience that I had. And I, I still remember in like right towards the beginning of the game when, when Marcus and Co. are like flying in their dropship or like over the city, uh I was like, This this is the future. This is amazing. I will never play games the same way again and I was just super excited about it. I remember
3: it. Oblivion was like that for a lot of people too.
2: Yeah. It was I mean, yeah, that game was Looked really good.
3: There was one screenshot that came out for Oblivion that I mean, there there were many screenshots that came out, but for one Oblivion. in particular
4: that you're thinking of.
3: One specifically uh, was just it was an armored, uh, it was it was from a third person perspective. It was an armored knight in like silver armor with a sword, just walking into the woods. And I was like, this is going to be the greatest game of all time. And just based on that one... <laughs> fucking nerd. Based on that one screenshot, it was like, I cannot... And there weren't even any... It,
4: it's the greatest night ever.
3: There weren't <laughs> so even good. any like enemies or wildlife or anything. It was just night walking into forest And I was like, I cannot wait to do that.
4: <laughs> then that night got pummeled by a minotaur and impaled by a unicorn. That's
3: possibly... That, that could have very well That
4: totally happened to me in Oblivion. Really? I, I killed the last unicorn, but that guy was, was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the unicorn was a go- like there, a guy? So there like are a Daedric dude? quests in Oblivion that a lot of people never did, uh, which are basically like demon gods assigning you tasks, and one of them assigned me the task of killing the last unicorn. Oh, no. Oh, yes. So uh, I found this unicorn, and first of all, it was guarded by two minotaurs, which are really big in Oblivion. Uh, I also had a Minotaur follow me into a tavern once. That was a
1: What? <laughs> oh, yeah.
4: When I just need, the tavern, need an L. <laughs> everyone in the tavern turned around and started attacking me. <laughs> pandemonium in the tavern. I went up the stairs hoping he couldn't follow me, and then he did, and then I had to reload. Uh, but anyway, then I get charged by a unicorn that knocks <laughs> me across, like, a good 30 or
2: 40 feet. Man, unicorns are nasty folk, mm-hmm. huh? Dick.
1: They yeah. are in Death's Bank, too.
2: Uh. Goodness. Anyway, just some uh, jerks. So, moving on, uh, guys, do you want a uh, reader sent us in? Very nice of them, but the reader Parm sent us in uh, two Ellen Wake the Signal codes. I really just don't like reading 25 character codes, though. What do you think? Should I read one of them? No. No? All right, then. Well, thank you very much for the codes, but we'll, you can we'll
4: send them to
1: people. Can, yeah.
2: Yeah, maybe I'll just send them to random. if you if you write in with a really good question for uh, unlocked uh, for our next episode, there is a chance that I will send you a code for Ellen Wake, the signal
4: or maybe something else.
2: or maybe something else. Oh, and, by the way, we're gonna have a great giveaway uh, either next week or the week after. Uh, we I have like ten uh, Xbox Live arcade codes to give out uh, for a pretty cool game called the Swarm. and oh, cool. uh, but unfortunately, we were running late today, so I wasn't able to like get everything together. And I kind of wanted to just like announce it. I, I can't think of like a good question or some sort of activity we can have the people do. It's okay. So next time, yeah, So stay tuned for that. Uh, let's see. What else do I want to talk about? I, I mean, I I know you're doing that, and I know that that's the issue, dude. What do you, What do you think you're accomplishing by giving I just me need the to wrap, wrap it up, up, up side? Um, I'm trying to. Oh, all right. Here's Here's one. Here's one. Hey guys, just wondering what you think of Microsoft's plan of downloading or streaming. Is the future now that data caps are much more prevalent? Do you think that it will affect the next uh, generation of consoles? This is from Angus. Um, Data caps, are we worried about them? Is that not really going to impact the average user? What do you think? uh, Not the average user, but
4: gamers aren't average users. True. True. Um, I mean, we have band we have bandwidth caps. Most of us, like I have Comcast. Yeah, I what, do too. Does everybody else have Comcast? Yes. Like we uh, have the worst yeah, company ever.
1: The monopoly. I mean, we
4: have. There's a 250 gigabyte bandwidth cap on Comcast right now, and I've never hit it. And I am definitely I use my internet connection a lot, but uh, Netflix Canada just introduced a, an option in your settings to change the quality of video that you receive to preserve your bandwidth. Interesting. So. Okay.
2: That's only for those Canadians, Well, though, because
4: right? it's really, it's pretty draconian in, with Canadian ISPs right now. Charles is smirking. I mean, I'm not saying it to be a dick. Like, no, I'm reacting to, is awesome. to those Canadians. Like, <laughs> Canada is awesome. <laughs> the people are the nicer than here, to... and you can't throw a rock without hitting, like, a, a clinic or hospital in Vancouver. But, uh, yeah, that the internet access situation in Canada is kind of fucked right now. So they'll have to think of ways to deal with that.
2: Right. I had
1: no idea.
2: Well, I think I have one more question that we will end the show with. How's that sound, guys? Uh, this is from Batman's Shady Subsidiary, mm-hmm. which I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. This is, by the way, one of my favorite things we've been called. He says, greetings locksmiths. Which I think is kind of funny. What are your thoughts on the current trend of adding RPG elements, specifically level-up mechanics, to every possible game genre? Is it aiding the progression of gaming or becoming a crutch? As always, thank you for being a stalwart source of news and entertainment. Wow, oh, that was very nice words. Thank you. They put it in because uh, people like it. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, honestly, I, I, could, I could see things evolving even further to the point of where we don't need numbers. Uh, I mean, but games have tried that too. I think there's something for everybody in games now. That's sort of my take on it. I feel like there's there's tons of RPG mechanics for people that want uh, to number crunch and see a little level increase with every time they kill a dude. And there are games that don't have that. And I think that that's great. Um, but what do you guys think?
3: Yeah, I mean, the, I think the progression systems are just built in because, yeah, I mean, it's, as like Arthur said, people, people respond to them. Um, and, uh, you know, they probably, I don't know if there's, you know, statistics, uh, statistical data to, to back this up, but it would probably keep people playing games for longer. Talking to developers,
4: yeah. they definitely seem to be of the opinion that that's the case. Like yeah. even w- when we talked to Cliffy B, he mentioned that specifically.
3: Especially for online modes, but even yeah. like if people are like, "Wow, only like 12 percent of the people who bought this game are finishing our story mode." Like you put. I mean, I'm
4: seeing stat tracking in more and more single player campaigns too. Like mm-hmm. Crisis has really super detailed stat tracking for the single player.
3: Yeah, and just and putting more more carrots in the game can can be good. Although then you see something like uh, you know Mass Effect Two, which actually de-emphasizes the whole leveling aspect, and it's more about you know just uh, uh, collection of a few items and minimal like environment exploration, but much more about like interpersonal relationships and, and conversation, where how that actually affects the plot, as opposed to your own abilities. It's
4: right. pretty
2: organic mm-hmm. the way they handle that stuff
3: in Mass Effect Two, except for the scanning.
4: Scanning!
2: And I scanned every planet in
4: the universe. Although I played, I I started this, my second playthrough of Mass Effect 2 over Christmas break last year, and that was after they had done all the updates to make scanning faster. Mm-hmm. And also, like, that was in the PS3 version. I was like, Jesus Christ, you guys have no fucking idea how good you have this after I reviewed that game. It took three times as long to scan a planet than it does now.
1: Yeah. And I think, uh, Hill said that for the PS3 version, I don't know if they fix this on the Xbox one as well, but, I. Uh, you need less resources for all your upgrades. Yep, definitely. Yep. So that's helpful because I think I scanned every single friggin' planet yep, in, in the, the galaxy. I don't think I had enough still for for some like for every little upgrade. I did every. But upgrade now I have plenty. Had
4: enough, but the first time I definitely had to scan like every planet.
1: Yeah, I'm talking about like, for, like all the
2: weapons and yeah. stuff, not can, just. for the like, ship, I like, had plenty. I but. can hear the like <laughs> in my head. Don't like. make that noise. <laughs> the what? The the sound of scanning. Oh like, oh it's, oh. Like, you know. You know, holding down the trigger. Anyway, okay, well, that's our show. Arthur really wants to get out of here, and I know we all have a billion things to do. So uh, once again, follow us on Twitter if you have questions or comments. Uh, Email unlocked at IGN.com. And also, we have a new outro song uh, made by Alistair, uh, which, by the way, says, Ryan and Arthur are my favorite editors at IGN. That is very nice of you to say, but you should love all of us equally. (laughs) Uh, but uh, alistair uh, i want to say reyes i'm not really sure how to spell it r-e-y-e-s reyes uh thank you very much uh this is uh one of alistair's submissions for an outro song i really enjoyed it so uh, we're gonna play it now but that doesn't mean we'll stick with it we'll see what happens we we are an ever-evolving podcast unlocked thank you very much for joining me guys appreciate it any other last minute notes i gotta poop (laughs) 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 thank you for joining us goodbye till next week